Hello, everybody, and welcome to How Dare You with Crystal. So this is actually a really historical moment, and I just want to let you know, I was working on a completely different segment that was going to be released at the beginning of the week, and it came to a screeching halt because something else came rolling through, and I was flabbergasted as to how quickly this was facilitated and put together. And that is the great Canadian convoy, this rally for freedom. And it's absolutely amazing. It's just amazing how quickly this was organized. I just, uh, hats off. I cannot believe even the funding. Now, I'm not going to break everything down right now. I just want to say that I've been in the midst of gaining real information from the real moderators of this group from day one. And I have actually been walking alongside uh, the groups from Rise Up Durham on Saturdays, and that is peacefully um, walking to support our rights for our freedoms. Now, I want to just separate this for a second, just so people realize this is not anti-vax. This is not anti-mask. This is not what a lot of people make it out to be. This is, and please listen carefully, anti-mandates, okay? This is, when you saw all of those nurses, all of those frontline workers, they were all out there in the midst of a pandemic that nobody really had any clue what was going on. We were scared. I mean, I personally, I was scared to rub, to touch my eyes because I thought like I, I personally have had bouts of pneumonia and I thought, shit, if this gets in my lungs and this takes me out, I'm screwed. And it scared the hell out of me. So I was scared to go grocery shopping. I was wiping down my cereal boxes. Like, I mean, I, I took it to that level. So for all of those people that endlessly, tirelessly were working on those front lines for us, including especially the truck drivers and the nurses and the doctors, you name it. But then that they, they were held to a highest regard. But the vaccine comes out and I'm not, I'm not going to stand here and tell you whether or not to take it or whether or not not to take it because that's not what this platform is about, okay? I'm just going to put that out there right now. I am not an anti-vaxxer, okay? I have personally decided not to get the vaccination because I am personally waiting to see how the vaccination affects people later on down the road because that is really the only way to know what adverse side effects are. It's not immediate. So that's just a personal choice. Okay. I'm not going to slam my fellow neighbor or my family members because we are all split on their decision. What I've said from the beginning is you can only do what feels right for you. What is not right is if you are taking every precaution necessary and you are now backed into a corner of whether or not you can put food on the table or you lose your job. And this is going back to those frontline workers that worked multiple back-to-back shifts, tired, 
burnt out and now they're that's it you're a piece of shit you're nothing see you later come on that's what this is for this is for it's not just about truckers being able to cross the border without having to quarantine keep in mind that 90% of these truck drivers are vaccinated okay just remember that they have the power and the i'm going to say the marriage between them to deploy something this powerful and this moving because nobody else was doing it let let's let's be straight up we would have freedom rallies and seeing a hundred couple hundred people there maybe a thousand was awesome but it it was always it was awesome but it was always a little defeating at the same time because it's like you know it's nothing's gonna change and all of a sudden this happens and it's like you walk outside and the air just feels different. It's like you're breathing some hope. And that hope is for not not just me. This is for the generations to follow because something is wrong. If you have kept your eyes open away from the mainstream news, okay, and noticed that if any single thing is said, not in alignment with what the government wants you to think. It's automatically censored. Facebook has hired fact checkers. Okay, so these are just independent people that they have sitting at their computer removing things that do not align with what Facebook wants on there. Doesn't mean that it's fact or not or fiction. It. <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm just going to I'm not going to go down that road right now cuz that's a whole another rabbit hole. So, that in itself that red flag. Now, if the vaccine it's proven that it does not stop the spread. So, there are a lot of misinformed people because I've actually spoken to in I'm I'm not going to call it in names, but healthcare workers that have said to me, "Well, how would you feel if you gave COVID to, um, I don't know, one of your grandparents and they passed away. And I'm looking at her thinking, and she, and then she's, sorry, she follows up and says to me, well, I know that I won't, so I feel better about that. And I, and I said, because you're vaccinated. She says, absolutely. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, she actually thinks she can't spread it? Like, and you're working in healthcare? Oh. There's a lot of misinformation out there. So basically what the vaccination does and even the pharmaceutical companies stand behind it is it's supposed to stop you from getting sicker. I'm not going to stand behind that. I'm not standing behind anything. That is just the information that is out there. That's the information that they have provided and... This is just how quickly things get spun out of control and misconstrued. So um, there's a, a particular reason I want to kick this off today. But excitingly, I do want to let everybody know that we, 
myself and my little mini assistant, are actually going to be joining the trip to Ottawa. And we are leaving at, at a really exciting time. We're leaving at like <laughs> 4 30 in the morning tomorrow. But, you know, when I think about how many people have been driving for how many days, it's, it's, the, it's the least we can do to be there, to get the true story, no narratives flipped. I want to speak to good-hearted, wholesome people because there are some really nasty, really nasty rumors going on around out there. So bad that I even saw it on the news last night, which I have stopped watching. Since I've stopped watching the news, I've actually been feeling a little happier inside, to be honest with you. I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there that can agree with me on that one. So, last night, I happened to sit down, and I don't get many channels because I stream a lot, but I do get an Ottawa station, and it's called The National. So, what The National is... It's basically just, it's like a CBC, it's like a nightly news that covers like in-depth current events, right? And I'm listening to them say that these people in, these, in the Freedom Rally are racist, extremist, I even heard the word terrorist, and I thought, I, now, this is coming from somebody who's been involved heavily and deeply in these conversations, even on the radio, listening to truckers and people supporting them, speaking back and forth, even children and their support. Oh, my gosh, it's, it's so heartwarming when they hear the kids and I hear them honking for the kids. Oh, my heart. But I thought, where is this coming from? Like... Okay, you are going to have the oddball that comes out and, and spews out some crap. And, and it's like, you know what? We, we all stand behind it and say, please, keep it peaceful. Stop. Because let me say right now, those people that act that way do not align at all with anything that is happening with this convoy and this basically request for obtaining our freedom back, which basically is our charters of rights and freedoms. So then I hear that sorry about that. It's fun thing about doing a podcast from home and when you have pets and I'm kind of watching like, are these guys about to fight or, or what's going on? So then I hear that um, apparently <laughs> this whole um, trucker convoy is requesting that they be appointed to run the country. <laughs> I've never laughed so hard in my life. I thought, is that what you actually think that they want? No. Not like, oh my gosh, can any, can you, hmm, can you spread any more false news out there? 
I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like to get political. That's one thing that I vowed when I started this podcast was I was going to bring awareness to mental health. I was going to bring awareness to addiction. I was going to bring awareness to a lot of faux pas and a lot of stigmas. And I was just going to talk about real life raw shit and be unfiltered as possible. But I was going to keep politics out of it because I don't want to go head to head with people. Um, I don't want to put my political views out there because it's just it's just something I just don't want to argue about. I, I don't want to put that energy out there. But when Donald Trump, for instance, first came in, I was like, are you serious? And over time, I mean, he 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 did. He started to grow out on me. That when he did come out and say fake news, I thought, holy shit, that this is like, he called them out. He did. And I will be honest, I didn't want to believe a lot of it. I really didn't. Now, we always knew that it was geared in certain ways. And there are certain news platforms that I really do love. Like, I, I love the New York Times. There's I listen to their podcast. I... I respect them. There are a lot of ones I do respect. But then yesterday, something happened. And I am going to say I have the information to back this up. And I have to bring this forth. So I'm just going to take a little break. And I will be right back. And I would like to address this in regards to CBC News and one of our amazing, amazing, hardworking leaders that has been putting his blood, sweat, and tears into Rise Up Durham and leading the Toronto East Drive that I'm going to be joining tomorrow. Okay. Welcome back. So I would like to address something that seems to have went a little viral on Twitter. And I would like to apologize in advance if I am going to mispronounce your name. But from CBC, first we saw a video of CBC News at one of the it was the bridge overpasses that were supporting the convoy coming through. And it was amazing seeing all the flags, the people, it, the children. It, it was it was beautiful. And then you have these like, I think it was like two people that had these, it almost looked like a crucifix of wood with these signs that says something about Jesus I don't know if they, these people were, seem to be some type of, I'm going to say religious style kind of extremist. I don't know. So what happened is CBC News grabbed these people, and I have a video to show it. They grabbed them, plucked them away from the entire crowd, which was a very big crowd, plucked them away, made sure that nobody else was in the background. And said, no, 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 we, we, want to, we want to record you guys over here, okay? This is, this is how it works. And that's where they were interviewing. And I'm, I'm shocked. And I'm going, that's who you're interviewing? Not all of these peaceful, 
happy, proud Canadians that brought their kids out in minus, I mean, it may have been like minus 10, but it felt like minus 40 on those bridge overpasses because you have nothing to block you from that wind. Our eyes are tearing. It was, you couldn't even feel half of it. Our hands were numb from waving and holding flags, but it was just the whole spirit and energy that everybody brought together that you you just pushed through it. You went back to your car, you warmed up a little bit and you went back. But that is how the news was spun. So keep this in mind as I explain this to you. So then a dear friend, I'm not, I've gotten to know Brandon throughout this process of everything that's went down. And he is a stand-up dude, a stand-up father, a great guy, absolutely great guy to take the shirt off his back. He has been helping and jumped on board to help facilitate this from the beginning. Just like, I mean, everybody knew last minute, like just bang. So he receives a text message from Dale Manakduk. Okay. I'm sorry if I if I mispronounce your name. Honestly, I legitimately because my last name is Melik, and when people say Melich or whatever, it, it bothers me. But you know, some people they do their best. This is the original text message that came through. Now, keep in mind, his name is Brandon Austin. Hey, Austin, Dale Manuckduck with CBC Toronto. Are you free to do an interview about the rally moving through the GTA tomorrow? Sorry, comma, Brandon. Now, keep in mind, after seeing everything that CBC's done and, okay. So, Brandon responds, LOL, CBC is a virus. Stop lying to the people. And believe me, this is my own part stepping in here. He has every right to say that right now. This is Dale's response to it, which was very professional. Who is this? Question mark. Oh, the trucker with a laughing emoji. Have fun. Okay. This was the message. So I'm going to read that again without my little commentary in between. From Dale. Hey, Austin. Dale Minuckduck. Nuckdock with CBC Toronto. Are you free to do an interview with the rally moving through the GTA tomorrow? Sorry, Brandon. LOL. This is from Brandon. CBC is the virus. Stop lying to the people. Dale, who is this? Oh, the trucker with a laughing emoji. Have fun. It was left at that. No response. Brandon did not feed into it. He was not going to put his energy there because he's a good man. He is honestly just not going to put himself in a situation for the narrative to be spun. And that is, that's it. So what he then shared was he actually said, and I could not believe that he was saying That these text messages came through. Hold on a second. I'm going to actually get these. Because these were sent right to me. From Brandon. Because I said, I want you to send these to me. Because I want to make sure that I have this correct. 
because I do not want something to come back on me. So here's the fake one. Not the, not the whole one that you're seeing, okay? I don't know who's supposed to be speaking to who here. So on one side, enough lives, lies used, slave-blooded traitor. Evil will get its due in the end. Tell the fucking truth. Other side. I guess this would be Dale. What are you talking about? Who's the slave and who's the traitor? Why would you call me slave-blooded? Also, what are you guys going to do about the vaccine mandate on the other side of the border? Again, now the other person. You know you toe the line for the global corporate coup taking place under the guise of public health. You can't be that dumb. Traitors will swing in time. Now, he did correct it on Twitter after completely linking this to Brandon by tweeting, these are texts the Toronto contact for the truckers convoy calling itself a freedom rally sent me after calling CBC a virus. He goes on to call me a slave-blooded traitor that will swing in time. All I asked for was an interview. Na 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 na. You didn't just ask for an interview. You then turned around and made fun of him and says, oh, it's, what are you, one of the trucks? Ha <laughs> ha, have fun, making fun of him. Number one, you are a news reporter. I'm sure you know the difference between a first and last name. Secondly, to send a laughing emoji, that's childish. Thirdly, my daughter applies for a job. Attention to detail is key. If you notice that this came from a different phone number, you probably should have looked at that before you tweeted it and linked it to him and making it seem like he is racist. And that is where this is coming from. So I'm going to now circle back to the news last night about racism, terrorists, yeah, of course you're going to have the odd nut bar that's going to be talking shit. And you know what? They're not a part of the platform. They may support it, but they're angry. You're going to have that. I'm going to say, I am pretty, I'm going to say what a lot of people probably want to say. And I am not going to downplay any sort of protests out there because of what people believe in. Believe me, people have reasons for doing what they do. But I'm just going to say, Canada we should be saluting them and proud for how peaceful this is. Look around the world. Look at the type of protests and rallies that there is. This is the most peaceful I have ever seen. And anytime there is anything malicious said, I have been actually listening on that radio when everybody's saying, guys, you know what? Keep it clean. There's kids talking on here. Keep it clean. Don't say anything nasty regarding our prime minister. Just don't be aggressive. We're going in peaceful. And all of a sudden, because you're always going to get that oddball that slips in. And the ones that they'll literally, I heard them say, I hope that you, your cars or your trucks slide off the highways and you all burn and die. And quickly, you have to get that guy off there. And it's like, that's not us talking. So you're always going to have one of those, whether it's from the people that are believing on the other side 
or this slide, but the segregation is there and it wasn't caused by us. So just going to say that. But at the end of the day, it does say, I'm going to now circle back to Dale Minokduk here. It would be very nice if you could actually make a public apology, not just say, oh, well, it was a wrong number. That is not taking back what you said. You need to make a public apology to Brandon Austin for what you did and what you said. Because this, this is not okay. This is definitely not okay. And this is where the narrative is spun. And this exactly is the reason why mainstream news is not trusted and doesn't, isn't being given the correct information because they're not in turn passing that information through. We are, I, as soon as I said that I was going to get on my podcast today and I was going to talk about this, I started to get the hate mail. I even got some text messaging saying, you guys need to listen before you speak. And I thought, I need to listen before I speak. That's interesting. You haven't even heard my podcast. You're speaking. You haven't even heard <laughs> I am not here to put down people that believe in mandates. If that's what you believe in, that's what you believe in. I am going to be following along with this convoy, this massive historical event. We will be getting the story. Anybody who wants to come and talk to us, there will be the whole truth. No more. It won't be amplified. It won't be spun. It will be directly from your mouth right to everybody else. So I just want to let everybody know that you are more than welcome to come talk to me. I will be there. My name is Crystal, obviously. This is How Dare You with Crystal. Dale, it would be really nice if you could actually make a public apology. That would make a big man out of you. Because what happened really needs to be rectified. This is how the narrative keeps getting taken out of control and why there are so many people repeating this stuff on social media. So if you could kindly do that, that would be respectful. But I don't expect it of you. Anyways, I hope everybody has an awesome day. Tomorrow is going to be an early one. I have lots of packing to do. If you want, you can follow my Facebook page, How Dare You with Crystal. Actually, on Facebook, it's How Dare You. On Instagram, it's How Dare You with Crystal. On Twitter, how dare you with Chris, okay? On Spotify, Apple, how dare you with Crystal? And every other platform, even you can listen on Anchor, whatever you want. It's there. I'm going to be dropping the link once this is done. And the rest of this is going to be a lot of interviews. So we are going to be doing a lot of live videos and hopefully we can keep up whatever we can keep up. So I'm not going to be giving out numbers about how many trucks and how long it is right now. But let's just say it smashed the Guinness World Book of Records a long time ago. It is full of a whole shitload of amazing people with huge hearts. And the support on every single overpass has been absolutely amazing. Please do not get it mixed up. They are not causing 
any disruptions for EMS services. Okay. There's has was has been issues with EMS services locally in our town. They've been at code zero for the last weeks before this even started. On the highway, they're not taking up multiple lanes. Okay. So just know that because I don't want everybody getting false information. And for the meme that is constantly going around saying that there should be a convoy for nurses, guess what? This one is. It's for everybody. It's for all of the nurses that had to lay down their scrubs because they were, had to make a choice between taking a vaccine that they did not feel comfortable taking and... And they may have had underlying health issues and they were scared or because they may have seen some adverse side effects that scared them. That may have been in relation to something that they're going through with their body and they didn't want to take the chance. Maybe they're a single mom. Maybe they're a new mom. Maybe they just were scared shitless. So don't judge. Just don't. Just be compassionate. Be kind. Give off amazing energy. That's what this is for. Breathe in that life right now. It's so full of life. It's, it's just, it's fucking awesome. And I can't wait to report so much of what is happening in Ottawa. We will be there tomorrow. There's probably going to be multiple episodes a day. And the whole season two is going to be the Great Canadian Convoy. So everybody have a great day and we will... I guess we will take this back up tomorrow. Goodbye, everyone, and drive safe. And to everybody else, keep trucking.